And a very good day. This is Pastor Mark Whelan with Touch of God. And this week we're going to focus on God. You may find that strange because every week we focus on the Lord. Amen. But this week we're going to focus on the three persons of the Trinity. And whether we refer to God as God or are we reaching out to each one of them, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, as separate persons, even though they are one. So to those of you who believe in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, the name above all names, amen, you are a child of God today, amen, growing up into a son or daughter as you commit to a deeper knowledge and a relationship with Jesus, as well as the Father, amen. John chapter 1 verse 12 says, But to as many as did receive and welcome him, he gave the authority power, privilege, and right to become the children of God, that is, to those who believe in, adhere to, trust in, and rely on His name. So, if you are a child of God today, wouldn't you want to know more about who you are related to? When we decide to invest some time in a relationship, we begin to find out about the person we are connecting with. Amen. When we say, I believe in God, which part of the Godhead are we speaking about when we say, I believe in God, or God has done amazing things in my life? Are we talking about the Father, the Son, or the Holy Spirit when we say, I believe in God? You might say, well, there is only one God, isn't there? Or I'm speaking to all three at the same time, aren't I? Well, yes, but if you have a brother as well as a father, in a traditional family on the earth, what would happen if one day your father said to you, why do you never talk to me? To which your reply is, of course I talk to you. I talk to your son, my brother, all the time. Are you not both the same person? Your father would give you a very strange look. So you have one family, but yet you have separate persons making up that one family. Amen. So yes, there is one God, but there are three persons. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. And we know this scripturally because of 1 John chapter 5, verse 7. It says, So there are three witnesses in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Spirit, and these three are one. Now this is the Amplified Classic Edition, as usual, that we are speaking out of today. So 1 John 5, 7 says, So there are three witnesses in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Spirit, and these three are one. And of course, we know from John 1 verse 14 that Jesus is the Word. So where does the Bible speak of the three separate persons of God? So, for example, we see in Genesis chapter 1 verse 26, God said, Let us, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, make mankind in our image. Not my image, but our image after our likeness, and let them have complete authority over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, the tame beasts, and over all of the earth, and over everything that creeps upon the earth. In Matthew chapter 3, verse 17, it says, And behold, a voice from heaven said, This is my Son, my beloved, in whom I delight. So if the Son, Holy Spirit, and the Father were all the same person, like we say the word God, 
the Father would not be saying, "Let us make mankind in our image." The Father would not be saying the words, "This is my Son." He would be saying, "This is me. I am the exact same person: Father, Son, Holy Spirit." But He didn't say that. And of course, John chapter three verse sixteen. For God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son, that whoever believes in Him shall not perish, but have eternal life. That's John chapter three verse sixteen. So we know here from Scripture that there is one God and three persons of the Trinity. Amen. And just because the word Trinity doesn't exist in the Bible anywhere, does not mean that God does not exist in three persons. As we saw in First John chapter five verse seven just moments ago, Amen. So just after I became saved in two thousand nine, I realized that I was not being personal enough in my communication with God. I would say, "I love you, God," but then the love of Christ Jesus within me gave me a desire to begin to focus on the three different persons, to have a relationship with Jesus, to have a relationship with the Father, and also the Holy Spirit. Why would I just have a relationship with God when I'm not being more personal and specific about who within the Godhead I'm actually referring to? Amen. I wanted to respect and honor each person of the Trinity by recognizing that they are all one God, but their own separate person. It is also enjoyable to love each one of them. Amen. As you would love your entire family, but love each person individually. So I believe this has helped me engage in a more personal relationship with the Lord Jesus, as well as the Father and the Holy Spirit as well. Amen. So I wonder today if you were thinking like I was. I believe in God, and maybe you see God as the Father, but then there's also Jesus and the Holy Spirit. And isn't it important to have a relationship with the Lord Jesus, but not to the exclusion of God the Father? Amen. So, as well as don't leave out the Holy Spirit, because the Holy Spirit is precious to us. The Holy Spirit is our comforter. Amen. The Holy Spirit helps us pray. The Holy Spirit provides unctions to us and leads us in our daily life. The Holy Spirit is an amazing part of the Godhead. The Holy Spirit is a person, not a thing. So the Holy Spirit, we must not blaspheme the Holy Spirit. Amen. We must not blaspheme Jesus or the Father either. So John chapter seventeen, verse one is one example where the Bible talks of Jesus praying directly to his Father. It says, "When Jesus had spoken these things, he lifted up his eyes to heaven, and said, 'Father, the hour has come. Glorify and exalt and honor and magnify your Son, so that your Son may glorify and extol and honor and magnify you.'" Now Jesus is not talking to himself; he's talking to his Father. So yes, Jesus is talking to God, the Father, but he's not talking to himself. So Jesus is showing here that there is more than one person to the Godhead. Amen. John chapter fourteen, verse six. Jesus says to him, "I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except by and through me." So he's not speaking directly to the Father here, but he's talking about his Father and saying to us that he is the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus says, "I am that, and no one comes to the Father, my Father, except through me." Jesus speaks about the Holy Spirit as well in John chapter seven, verse thirty-eight and thirty-nine. He said, "He who believes in me, who cleaves to, and trusts in, and relies on me." 
as the scripture has said, from his innermost being shall flow continuously springs and rivers of living water. But he was speaking here of the Spirit, John writes, whom those who believed, trusted, had faith in him, were afterward to receive. For the Holy Spirit had not yet been given, because Jesus was not yet glorified, raised to honor. So here we see several examples of of our Lord Jesus talking about the Father, speaking to or praying to the Father, but also talking about the Holy Spirit. An amazing family. Amen. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, each of them loving us and wanting the best for us and wanting us to be reconciled back to the way we should be, which is reconciled back to the Father, back to the way we were created in the first place before we sinned at the tree of the knowledge of good and evil in Genesis chapter 3, verse 6. Here are some other examples in the Bible on why directing your prayer or conversation with a specific person of the Godhead is important. Here in Romans chapter 10, verse 9, it says, Because if you acknowledge and confess with your lips that Jesus is Lord, and in your heart believe, adhere to, trust in, and rely on the truth that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. So here it talks about the fact that we must confess with our lips that Jesus is Lord. Amen. So you will see this is important because you cannot get to the Father without believing in his Son first. Confessing the Son Jesus as Lord and believing in your heart that the Father raised him from the dead. Remember that Jesus is the only way back to the Father. Now, all believers get to be in Christ. We are in Christ. Amen. And now let us look at how close and attached and immersed in Christ and the Father we truly are. John captures one of Jesus' prayers to the Father in chapter 17. He initially is praying about his disciples that have been walking with him. And we jump to verse 15 in John chapter 17. And this is Jesus praying to the Father. He says, I do not ask that you will take them out of the world, but that you will keep and protect them from the evil one. Now he's praying to the Father and he's speaking about the disciples that have been walking with him. Amen. Verse 16. They are not of the world, worldly and belonging to the world, just as I am not of the world. Sanctify them, purify, consecrate, separate them for yourself. Make them holy by the truth. Your word is truth. Just as you sent me into the world, I also have sent them into the world. And again, he's talking about his disciples. And so for their sake and on their behalf, I sanctify, dedicate, consecrate myself that they also may be sanctified, dedicated, consecrated, and made holy in the truth. Now that's verse 19. But now in verse 20, Jesus expands the prayer to incorporate all believers. It says, Neither for these alone do I pray. It is not for their sake only that I make this request, but also for all those who will ever come to believe in, trust in, cling to, rely on me through their word and teaching, that they all may be one. Just as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be one in us, 
so that the world may believe and be convinced that you have sent me. So the miracle here, the blessings here, is that we see this beautiful relationship between Jesus and the Father continually, not just in John chapter 17, but throughout Jesus' time here on the earth, as recorded in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. His love for his Father and the, the love of the Father for his Son. Remember the voice out of heaven, This is my Son, this is my beloved Son. And obviously that was the Father, the Father's voice from heaven, sending his Son. He had sent his Son some 30 years earlier, in the womb of Mary, the Virgin Mary. And we just thank you, Father, today that you love us so much that you sent your Son, Jesus, that you saw him leave your presence in heaven and you sent him to the earth, Lord. You sent him to a fallen, fractured planet with your human race, your human creation, Lord, your precious souls that you had formed in mother's wombs that you knew before the foundation of the earth. You sent all of them, and we have been fallen. Out of our mother's wombs we were fallen, a fallen creation, but you sent your son Jesus to allow us a way to be reconciled back to you again. Amen. And Lord, we thank you. We thank you, Father, for sending Jesus so that Jesus would be a living sacrifice, a sacrificial lamb, a suffering servant, as Isaiah 53 calls out, that by his stripes we were healed, by his scourging we are healed. But Lord, by the blood of Jesus, our sins are remitted as we confess them to you. Lord, we were as stained as crimson, but now we are white as snow only because of the blood of Jesus. And we thank you, Lord, today that we are cleansed of all unrighteousness when we confess our sins to you. We thank you, Lord, today that you are the way, the truth, and the life, and that no one comes to the Father except through and by you. We thank you, Lord, today that we have a way of rescue. We have a way of escape, and that when we receive you, Lord Jesus, we open the door that you've been knocking on patiently. When we open the door of our heart and let you in, you come in and dine with us and eat with us, Lord. And then, Lord, you sanctify us. You cleanse us, Lord. You save us, Lord. You rescue us out of the domain of darkness, according to Colossians chapter 1, verse 13. And, Father, you take us from the darkness and you take us into the kingdom of your beloved Son, Jesus. We thank you, Lord, today for these precious promises and precious things that you have done to rescue us because you loved us so much. Lord, you did not just do that. You created us brand new. We have a brand new spirit, a new heart. Lord, and we thank you, Lord, that we are able to receive a physical healing, a heart healing, emotional healing, as well as complete deliverance from all demonic oppression. We thank you, Lord, that we are no longer children of the devil, but we are your children, sons and daughters of you. We do not deserve any of these things, but Lord, we thank you today for your shed blood. We thank you for your sacrifice that you did not deserve to go to the cross. We deserve to go to the cross for our own failures. But Lord, we thank you that you stood in our place, the great exchange. 
Lord, that you who knew no sin became sin, that we might become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And we thank you, Lord, today for the amazing blessings and spiritual blessings and inheritance of the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God. We thank you, Lord, that we are children growing up into sons and daughters now. We are no longer afraid. We are no longer in fear because you did not give us a spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind. We thank you, Lord, today that we are the head and not the tail. Lord, I speak to your precious creation listening to this broadcast right here, and I thank you, Lord, that I pray to you, Lord, similar to when Jesus prayed to you, Father, and he was submitting his prayers and supplications, Lord, his petitions about his disciples and then the greater human race, I stand here today, Lord, and I pray for the people that are listening to this broadcast, and I thank you for every one of them. You have a plan for every single one of these precious people listening to this radio broadcast, and I just thank you, Lord, today that you have a plan for them. You have plans to prosper them. You have plans to give them a hope and a future and not to harm them. I thank you, Lord, today that you work all things together for good to those who love you and accord according to your purpose. And Lord, all your disciples, all your believers, all your followers here, we are called according to your purpose. And we thank you, Lord, today that we shall take up the call to preach your gospel, the good news, to the ends of the earth, to all creation. We shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover, Lord. We just thank you. We shall cast out demons. We shall drink a deadly thing and it shall not harm us. We shall do these things that you've told us to do in Mark chapter 16 and Matthew 28. We bless you today. And Lord, I thank you for ministering to the people listening to this broadcast today. I thank you, Lord, that as this program has been progressing, they have been healed in their bodies. The aches are no longer there that were there at the start of the program. The headaches are gone. The cancer's gone if they had it. Lord, we thank you, Lord, that you've grown out limbs today, that you have made both legs the same length if one was shorter than the other. We thank you, Lord, today that their eyesight is renewed and is strong. We thank you, Lord, their hearing is restored. We thank you, Lord, that they are having their hearts healed of any torment or pain or heartbreak. We thank you, Lord, that you are near and dear to the brokenhearted. Lord, we bless you today for your comforter, your Holy Spirit, who is always trying to comfort us and lead us. Lord, thank you that we would recognize that we need to focus on you and trust in you with all of our heart. Lean not to our own understanding, but in all our ways acknowledge you, and you shall direct our paths. Lord, let us place our problems and our burdens and cast our cares upon you. For your yoke is easy and your burden is light. Lord, let us place these things upon you so that you may carry them, so that we can then continue to do and walk uprightly and be confident and bold and continue to do your will upon this earth, letting people know about you, letting people know the goodness of the Lord Jesus and the sacrifice that God the Father has made through sending his Son, the sacrifice the Son has made at the cross and all the way up to and including the cross, all the suffering. And Lord Jesus, today you are alive and we are alive in you. We are made alive in Christ. And Lord, we can do all things through you who strengthen us. Lord, and that is for every single precious soul listening to this program. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. 
So there you have a key. Focus on Jesus. Focus on him. Keep him in your mirror. Amen. Focus in the mirror. And if you are a believer, you are looking back at Jesus. You are growing up into Christ, into all things, the stature of Christ. Amen. And I pray for you today that you would spend time. You would increase the amount of time that you have spending time with the Lord, spending time in his word. Just take away all the distractions. Mute the sounds on your phones and your radios. Amen. And go into your quiet room, wherever that may be. Or maybe it's your car. Maybe it's a long walk. Maybe it's wherever you can find peace. Spend time with God and have this relationship with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, the three persons of the Godhead. Jesus loves you. The Father loves you. The Holy Spirit loves you. And the whole of heaven is rooting for you. The whole of heaven is behind you. All you have to do is be confident that you are a son of God. You are a child of God. You are a daughter of the Most High. And just be confident today that you can accomplish whatsoever you put your heart to and seek the Lord's will in your life. Let it not be what you want, but what the Lord wants. Amen. And as you become born again, the Lord changes your heart so that the things that you desire are the same things that God desires too. Amen. So we want to hear from you today. We want to hear these testimonies of you being healed and your wonderful times with the Lord and what the Lord has done in your life. We would love to hear from you. We will pray for you if you need us to. Our email address is touchofgodradio at gmail.com. Touchofgodradio at gmail.com. You can also call us at country code 1-407-705-3151. That's country code 1407-705-3151. This is Touch of God. I'm Pastor Mark Whelan and my wife, Catrice, and we love you. We love you with the love of Jesus. We uh, want to encourage you today for spending time in God's Word. Do not worry if you do not understand a verse. Just take it slowly and read it in context, you know. Don't just jump straight into a verse. Read three verses before that verse and read three verses that follow that verse so you can get everything in context rightly divided amen we bless you today we thank you lord we thank you for these people we thank you for these souls and we thank you lord we speak your life from the top of their heads to the soles of their feet we speak your peace upon them at the moment right now at this very moment that they feel your presence in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We command all pain to leave, all sickness, all demonic oppression, all pain. Be gone from these precious souls right now in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, that's all the time we have for this week. Be blessed, and you have a blessed week. Amen.